Hello and welcome to Authentic Thriving Podcast. I'm your host, Abyssonia. Authentic Thriving Podcast is all about the mindset, positive mindset, spirituality, parenting skills, parenting strategies, and all other things that will help you to authentically thrive in life. So today we're going to be talking about strategies to empower yourself to forgive. That's what we're going to be talking about today. Unforgiveness has put a lot of people in bondage. Some don't even realize it. They think I've, the offense is so big, I have the right to hold on to it as long as I want. And I wonder what that would do to the person that you're holding in offense. Does that stop them from breathing? Does that stop them from moving on in their life? Does that stop them from progressing in life? Does that stop them from going out or coming in? Most of the time, it doesn't stop the person. However, it can affect your life in so many ways. So, oh forgiveness, who is it really, really hurting? Is it you or the person that you're holding in unforgiveness? I know the lies that we tell ourselves, we are justified to hold that offense as long as we like. Because that person deserves it. That person does not deserve to be forgiven. But to be honest, who is really in bondage? Because it seems like you are the one that is with the chains and you are the one that is with the key. You are the one that is with the padlock. So you are not holding the next person. You are not holding them in bondage. You are holding yourself in bondage. You are the one that is also going to release yourself with the key to the padlock that you use in holding that offense so close to your chest that sometimes you can't even breathe properly. So if we look at it from the perspective that forgiveness is not actually for the other person, it's actually for you to set you free, to release you. So you have enough space in your beautiful heart to do other things. You have enough space to love. You have enough space to breathe. You have enough space to show up as your authentic self. That is what you need forgiveness for. Unforgiveness is not always good. It never ends well. What if the person you are holding unforgiveness and the person? How is that going to make you feel? Because I've heard of people say, you know, I wish we had we have patched things up. I wish you've sorted out everything before the person passed. It's already too late now. We've all been offended in one way or the other. But the truth is the people that hurt us the most are the people that were very close to our hearts, the people that we gave our heart to, the people that we allowed in our space, the people that we trusted with information that may be personal, the people that we held in high esteem, the people that are supposed to look after us sometimes are the ones that hurt us. So this is why. It hurts so much. So I understand. I understand that 
that may be the case and you may feel justified, you may validate it with such things. However, when you have the clarity, the rema, to know that the unforgiveness is not for the person that offended the forgiveness is not for the person that offended me, is actually for me. Is I time I move on? Is I time I set myself free? Work with people that <laughs> that feel so justified. I work with people that, for example, that who feel the brother did not treat the mother well in her old age. It was vile to her. And as a result of all the stress, the mother became ill and she passed. So he, well, he felt so justified to hold on to the grievances that he had against his brother. He felt so justified. And after a few sessions, we were able to see more into it. We were able to declutter. We were able to excavate certain things away from that because some forgiveness is as a result of so many things. Maybe you feel like the person let you down. The person disappointed you. The person hurt your ego. The person hurt your feelings. The person left you exposed. You know, to so many things. So, for example, I used to have a friend. And we all used to go to the Saba Cafe in Nigeria then. When the internet was not like everywhere. So, like, now you have access to the internet to your phone. Those days, if you want to use the internet, you have to go to the cyber cafe. And I was I was um, going out with someone then in uni. So if I wanted to send an email to the person, I'll have to go to the cyber cafe to send an email. So I was going with friends, someone I thought was my friend. And I would sit down in the cyber cafe, get my ticket, log in. The time was very limited. So you can buy time for 30 minutes. You can buy time for one hour. So as much as you, you can afford, right? So I'll log into this computer and I'll try and send an email to this person that I was, I was seeing then. And it would send him the message back. But I didn't know that this person that I thought was a friend was always sitting next to me to check my password. So, so he knew my password. I didn't realize that he, 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 he sussed it out. And he was looking at me when I was putting my password. I was careless. So I take responsibility for that. And what happened after a while, I was sending email to this person and he wouldn't reply me. I was wondering what's happening. Why is he not replying my emails? I hope he's okay. Until after several months of no contact, I me spending my precious money to go to the cafe to buy data and just sit down there, 30 minutes, one hour, sending emails, different emails. I hope you're okay. I hope you're fine. I hope, and, the, and the location was just too far apart. So I couldn't just go because I was in Nigeria. The person was not in Nigeria. So I couldn't go and look for the person, right? So what then happened, it was down the line. Maybe about six months later, I received an email. I said, why are you sending me an email? I thought you told me to get a life and you've moved on. So you advised me to move on. 
I was shocked. I'm like, really? Send an email like that. So I went to my sent messages and I checked it. There was no email like that. I was thinking, what's happened? I don't understand. I didn't send any email like that. And at first I was like, oh, maybe it's fed up of the relationship. It's just looking for a way to end it all. And then I said, I didn't send any email like that. I kept insisting that I didn't. Lo and behold, it forwarded me the message. When I saw it, I was gripped with shock. It had my email address. It was sent from me. So it forwarded the email back to me. It was sent from me and the time and everything. So I retraced my step. I was thinking, but this is the only friend that always sits next to me when I'm browsing. So it must be him. And then I ask, did you log into my email and send a message? And he denied it blatantly. I didn't. Oh, you accused me of a social. I was thinking, did he not log out from my from my email the last time I came before the incident happened? Did someone mischievously log into my email and then send that message? But it was a bit weird, wasn't it? Yeah. Because how can a stranger log into your email if you did not log out and then look for email and say, Oh, I'm going to send this person this message? It didn't make sense. It didn't add up. That was how that relationship went. I was really, really broken. I was broken. I was upset. I felt betrayed. And if anybody knows me, they know that I don't like mysteries. I'm so, I'm so curious for that. I became so curious. So I turned to the investigator. I started thinking, how did this happen? How did this happen? And yeah, sadly, the relationship went. And that was that. So what I learned from that is to not trust people so much to be in your space that you leave your privacy open that they can have access to it. No matter how close you are to someone, there are still things you still need to cover up in terms of your password, in terms of your bank details. I mean, logging in with your card, you know, your password, your passcode, and things like that. So for the fact that someone is close to you doesn't mean they need to have access to such private, you know, confidential details. So that was what I learned from that. Another thing that I learned was the relationship that I thought was secure was not as secure. Because if that relationship was secure, you received just one message from me. I said, move on. I've moved on with my life. I don't want to have anything to do with you again. I can no longer do excuse me, I can no longer do distance relationship. And then he just went, just one email. He just went. And you did not get to listen to my side of the story. You did not even believe me when I was talking or when I was sending emails, rather. So it, it just exposed the, 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 um, the red flags in that relationship. Was it easy to move on? It wasn't very easy. I had every right to be very, very angry. I had every right. I felt like I have every right to hold that friend, that ex-friend in unforgiveness. So carry that grudge everywhere I go. And I did. I did for a while. And then one day he, he, he called me and he said he just wanted to apologize. And then he confessed to everything that he did. That yes, he did take my password. He was just jealous of the relationship. And that was why he did it. He did not know what came over him. 
EcoFest at the end. That was just years back. So I noticed that when I had that unforgiveness, whenever I see this person, my heart will skip a bit because I will be boiling so much. My heart will skip a bit. And I just feel really uncomfortable. My mood will change from positive to negative. I don't want to be around that person. <laughs> Excuse me. I don't know what's talking about truth. I'm sorry. <laughs> so that was what happened. But this person will just carry on with his life. He might not even see me. But I saw the person. And because of that, I'll be so moody. So you see, in a way, I gave myself my, my happiness and my joy to that person on a platter of gold. And he became, he was holding my, the, the, my remote control of my emotions. So whenever I see him, it, it's, just, it's almost as if I'm giving permission to press, um, be negative, be negative, be sad, be unhappy, be snappy, be irritated. I gave him that permission to do that. Because if I had forgiven, I'd just move on. Then, I won't have been feeling like that. And all those negative emotions that are allowed in my space, allowed in my body. And I started being very suspicious of people. I did not really trust so easily anymore. You know, I became really guarded because of what happened. But the worst of all was that unforgiveness. I be thinking, how did you later forgive? And I reduced my contact with that person. In short, eliminated the contact with the person that I suspected had done it. I just stayed away from that person. And in a way, I just thought, thank you for saving me from staying in a relationship that had hidden red flags, a relationship that was not really built on a solid trust. So in a way, I became thankful for what he did. I moved on with my life, faced my studies, and just carried on with my life. That's what I did. Because perhaps when I didn't see the person very often, it made it easier you know, to forgive the person and identify that I was really, really upset. And I had to ask myself, then why am I upset? I was upset because I trusted that person and the person let me down. It betrayed me. That person betrayed me. So I was not happy because I was betrayed because I felt someone invaded my space. Because even though the digital world, the emails is in a digital world, but that was my world. That was my room. My email was my room. I felt he invaded it. I felt disrespected and I felt let down. So that was the reason I found it hard to, you know, it was dishonest as well. Honesty is part of my values. So I, I, I felt, yeah, that was the reason I had that unforgiveness within me. So if you're out there today, and I know maybe your case might be more serious than mine, it might be you were in an abusive relationship, or you are already in an abusive relationship, you are still there right now, you know, or maybe someone stole from you, someone duped you, someone took your money, or maybe someone betrayed you just like they did to me, and even worse, you know, someone was dishonest, or someone tarnished your image. <clears throat> You may have something even a bigger reason than all of this. All I'm saying is, please forgive. <clears throat> forgive not for them, but for you. For you, you need to forgive. 
forgive and forget about it. Keep moving. How can you do this? You may ask. First, identify what is it about the event or the situation that is making you feel offended. So what is it about? So you need to identify and pick the situation. Why do you feel the need to hold that person in unforgiveness? Find out. Do you feel betrayed? Do you feel let down? Do you feel disrespected? Why are you hurting? You need to ask yourself that question. What exactly about that situation is making you feel this much hurt? Once you identify it, then you need to sit with those emotions. Sit with your emotions. I'll be asking, well, how do I sit with my emotions? Yeah, recognize that emotions that I'm feeling betrayed. I don't like to be betrayed. Where are you feeling it? Are you feeling it in your head? Is it triggering headache? Are you feeling it in your heart? Are you feeling it? You know, your shoulders, it feels like you're carrying a load on your shoulder. Your shoulders are tense. Where are you feeling these emotions? You will know. Are you feeling it in your stomach? So much so that when you think about that person, you feel like running to the toilet as if you've got stomach upset. Do you feel it in your legs? When you sit down, when you at the mention of that person's name, your legs give way. You feel like you are crippled. You can't move when you see the person. Where are you carrying this unforgiveness? Identify it. Sit with it. And genuinely ask yourself, how is this emotions serving me? How is it helping me to process this emotion? How is this helping me process this situation? Ask yourself, how is it helping me? Did someone knock you over on the road because they were carelessly driving? And because of that, you don't want to forgive them? What is it? Ask yourself those questions. And process it. If it's not serving you well, if it's making you feel ill, if it's making you feel sick, do you want to be sick for the rest of your life? If it's making you feel overwhelmed, do you want to be overwhelmed for the rest of your life? If it's giving you heart palpitation, do you really want to have that for the rest of your life? Isn't it bad enough you've been hurt? Do you also have to inflict? pain upon yourself because of that event. Think about it. How really do you want to feel? If that event is not making you feel good, how do you want to feel? Do you want to feel good? You have the, the padlock, the chains, you've got the keys, and the key to open it is forgiveness. Acknowledge the pains, release it, let it go. It hurts. If you have to cry, cry. If you have to sob, sob. If you have to shout and scream and wail, do that. But today is the day that you let it go. Let it go. You can protect yourself now 
you already know who that person is. You already know the hurt. It's time you let them go, really, from your heart. It's time you protect yourself from them. Let them go. As long as you hold that unforgiveness, they are still in your space. They are still controlling you. They are still leaving you rent-free in your head. They are still there. Let them go. Let them leave your space. Release them. Release them. You deserve better. You deserve better. You need those space for better things in your life. Let it go. Let it go. The tears might be flowing, but let it go. Your hearts might be pounding. Let it go. Your legs might be weak. Let it go. Let it go. Let it go. Let it go. Now you know better, you can do better. Let it go. Let go of the unforgiveness. Let go of the, the uh, validation. Let it go. There is no good reason. No reason is good enough for you to be carrying this load. It's too heavy. Put it down. Put it down. Unlock the shades of shackles. Unlock it. It's time to let it go. Your day of liberation is today. Let it go. Give it a try. You've been carrying this load for so long. What has it done for you? Let it go. It's time. Let it go. It's time to travel light. Let it go. Let it go. Yes, you can do it. Let it go. Let it go. You've identified. You've taken responsibility for allowing them in your space. You've taken responsibility. And if you had nothing to do, you don't have to blame yourself. Don't blame yourself. You take your responsibility now that you know exactly, okay, how this person is now. The decisions that you made that got you into that, you know now. So it's time to release. Release yourself. Release the pain. Release the hurts. Release the, the burden. Release it. You're doing really well. It might take time for you to process this. You can listen to this again over and over until you clear it out. If you need help with clearing this up, please feel free to reach out. You can do some tapping together as a strategy that you can use to remove negative emotions from your system. If you know you've done this, when you see this person or hear of them, you will not feel those feelings anymore in your body. You wouldn't. Because you've released them. You've released all the negative emotions. You've released all the pain. It's time for you to restore. Restore joy. Now that you've decluttered that space, what do you want in your life? Is it joy? Embrace it. Is it laughter? Laugh. Is it a dance? Give yourself a dance. Come on, play some nice music. Is it a pat on the back? Give yourself a pat on the back. You've done it. You've liberated yourself. You want to jump and scream and just dance in elation. You do that. Restore all the negative emotion. Restore it with positive. The positive. The peace, the laughter, the joy. And it's time for you to renew. Renew your mind. With different perspective. With perspective that will empower you. You know, whatever led to that, at least 
it has taught you a lesson, a valuable lesson that you not gained as a result of that experience. You are more knowledgeable about that situation now. You can use it to help others in similar situation. You can use it to make better decisions going forward. Now that you've learned, you've renewed, you're more knowledgeable, right? You've known more much about yourself. You are now more self-aware. You know about yourself now. And you know what you don't like. You know the things that trigger you now. So you see, it's, it's a gain for you. In a way, if you reframe it like that. Congratulations on setting yourself free from the spirit of unforgiveness. Congratulations on repeating yourself and giving yourself a brand new lease of life. You did it. You did it. So the next step you need to take, now what are you going to do? to ensure that you keep this growth mindset, this flexible mindset that you've adopted, what are you going to do? If it's a relationship-based thing, what are you going to do to ensure that you make yourself feel good? If it's a family member, what are you going to do? So you need to then set strategies to protect yourself and you don't make the same mistake twice and you don't expose yourself to the same situation twice. Say twice be seen, or twice beaten once shy. So I, I hope this release make you feel good, make you see the gold that is inside of you. Congratulations and thank you so much for listening to this podcast today. My name is Abia Sonia, and if you want to reach me on social media, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and LinkedIn, I'm Abia Sonia, there you can easily find me. Please do feel free to share this podcast with your friends and your family to impart your life and to liberate them just like you have been liberated. Until I come your way again, Stay blessed and keep thriving. Bye for now.